0: Alright, so Being the nerd that I am I've gone down this uh, Wabbit hole Rabbit hole, they call it On uh, YouTube It's called Mr. Ballin B-A-L-L-E-N And he tells stories About real life things that you don't Think would actually happen now, over the course of time, I've read, watched a lot of History Channel and other things, and biblical supposed biblical scholars want to disprove, secular scholars want to scoff at the story of Jonah and the whale. How could a human fit inside a whale? You get my point. Blah, blah, woof, woof. It's not, it didn't really happen that way. It was just a metaphor. Oh, it's just a story somebody made up. Well, when I'm done burping into my microphone, I just ate Bruno's pizza and drank a bunch of pop. Don't tell anyone. So. Here's a story from the Mr. Ballin channel on YouTube about a real-life guy who got swallowed, scuba gear and all, by a 60-foot humpback whale. Listen to this, all you non-believing Biblical scholars
1: are saying he had about a one in one trillion chance of experiencing. On the morning of June 11th, 2021, Michael, who was 57 years old at the time, hopped in a boat with his longtime diving partner, Josiah. Once they were all situated and they had all their equipment inside of the boat, they took off and headed for the open waters right off the coast of Cape Cod, Massachusetts, where they planned to do some lobster diving. A popular way to retrieve lobsters is to literally just dive down and by hand pick them up and bring them back to the surface. And so that day, that's what Michael and Josiah planned to do. Once they reached this spot right off the coast, Michael put on all of the scuba diving equipment and hopped in the water. Josiah did not put on any diving equipment because he was not gonna be getting in the water for this dive. Instead, he would remain on the boat and help Michael get in and out of the water. He'd pull lobsters up onto the boat. And he was also there in case of an emergency, he could call for help. And so just after 6 a.m., once Michael was in the water and signaled he was good to go, he dove down below, and after a little while, he came back up, but with a relatively small haul of lobsters. And so the two men figured that, well, I guess today is just not a great day for catching lobsters. But regardless, for the next couple of hours, Michael continued to go down and catch as many lobsters as he possibly could. By 8 a.m., Michael had captured approximately 100 pounds of lobsters that were now in the boat. And so Michael and Josiah were actually starting to feel pretty good about this particular trip. And so Michael decided he would go back down one more time and try to get just a few more lobsters before they called it a day. And So Josiah remembers watching Michael who was in the water. As he put his mouthpiece back in, he signaled up to Josiah that he was good to go. And Josiah watched as he disappeared below the surface. The water was very calm and Josiah is just kind of scanning out across the water. And then all of a sudden, this eruption of white water came rushing up to the surface right where michael had gone down below and so right away josiah leaned out over the edge of the boat to see if he could look down and see his friend but he didn't see Michael anywhere. Instead, he saw something massive moving around underneath them. After Michael had broken the surface on this final dive down to get more lobsters, his plan was to sink down to the bottom of the ocean at about 60 feet and then go hunting for lobsters. But when he had descended to about 45 feet, he felt something smash into him from behind that felt like a truck hitting him, and then everything around him went totally pitch black. The impact of whatever it was that hit him had caused his mouthpiece to get blown out of his mouth so he doesn't have air he starts fumbling around to find his mouthpiece but he can't find it and as he's fumbling around his hands are making contact with what feels like walls all around him he was inside of an enclosed space but when he had touched these walls they were not normal walls they were soft but they were hard at the same time and they seemed to be moving like they were pulsating or quivering the space he was in was fairly large and it was not completely flooded with water it was like michael had slipped into this air pocket but this air pocket was not stationary it was moving and pretty fast because the water that was inside of it was violently sloshing all around. Michael could hear it slapping up against the walls. As Michael continued to panic and fumble around for his mouthpiece, he started to notice intense pressure on his legs, but he had no idea what was causing it, and because it's pitch black, he couldn't see what it was. Finally, Michael found the line that was connected to his mouthpiece. He jammed it in his mouth, and he took a long inhale, and now that he could breathe again, he had this horrifying thought. Have I been swallowed by a shark? He instinctively began feeling around for the shark's teeth, but there were no teeth inside of this space. Instead, it was just these walls that continued to shift and move all around him. And that's when it dawned on him. He had been swallowed, but not by a shark. He had been swallowed by a whale. For nearly 45 seconds, Michael was trapped inside the closed mouth of a humpback whale. Despite their enormous size, they can be up to 60 feet long and weigh up to 70,000 pounds, they only eat small fish. So when this particular whale realized Michael was not a tiny fish, it began violently swinging its head side to side to try to dislodge Michael, and that caused that eruption of white water to go to the surface that Josiah saw. And after a few good shakes, Michael was spat out of this whale's mouth. Michael remembers suddenly being in the open water with enough light coming down that he could see around him, the water was very turbulent and churning, and he recalled as he made his way to the surface, looking straight down and seeing the tail fin of this enormous whale swimming away from him. Michael made his way to the surface, and he flagged down Josiah, who boated over to him, he pulled him back into the boat, and Michael, who was totally traumatized by what happened, could only say to Josiah that he was inside of it, and that it tried to eat him. After Josiah brought Michael back to shore and called the authorities, Michael was rushed to a hospital where he was evaluated. And unbelievably, he suffered really no injuries. He had some significant bruising to his legs where the whale had actually clamped down on him. That was the pressure he felt in his legs. The mouth of the whale was closing on his legs. But besides that, there really wasn't any other injuries. And so later that day, he was discharged. It's believed the whale was a juvenile that had been seen in the area and was about 30 to 35 feet long and it had just actually. Accidentally scooped Michael up. The whale was certainly not trying to hurt Michael. Whales, especially humpback whales, are not in the business of hurting people. But in this exchange with Michael, Michael could have very easily died. He could have drowned or suffocated inside the mouth of this whale. Or he could have just died from blood force trauma. But
0: Okay, so. All you non-believers. All you science believers. Even... Ye biblical scholars that don't believe that stories such as Jonah and the whale are real and it's all just made up, right there is proof. Humans today are, so they say, Larger than they were in biblical times. This man was wearing scuba gear, which made him even larger than Jonah probably was. So, therefore, it is perfectly acceptable and feasible that God could have sent a whale. To swallow Jonah up and spat him out on the island or beach or wherever God wanted the whale to spit Jonah out. It is feasible, sensible, could happen that a human could be swallowed by a whale, survive, and be spit out wherever God wants them to be. Hope that helps you a little bit. I believe every story in the Bible except for the parables which Jesus points out are parables before he tells them <clears throat> are 100. Every one of them's true. That's what I believe. The Bible makes it very clear what is parable and what is Factual. And now. You have a real life story. I'm sure it's not the only one. Of a human. In Scooby gear. Being swallowed. By a whale. And spit back out. Thank you. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Uh, This has been Big John on Americana. The American way. Follow me on Getter. And Twitter at the real underscore Big John, and this is an Anchor podcast exclusive. Talk to y'all later. Bless you. Bye bye. Bye bye.